Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special, special episode coming to you this week. We have our first guest on the show. Dylan's joining us live. We're going to talk Chargers because he's one, maybe the only Charger fan I really know. Maybe he's the only one that exists. Um, but we're going to get into all that. We've talked about him a lot on this show. We're so excited to have him. We're jumping right into this. Dylan, welcome to the show. I uh, we're stoked to have you, dude. Yep, I mean, thanks for having me. I know here I am. I guess everyone knows me as the miserable Chargers fan. Hit me up to be here. I am. Um, there's a reason I'm not wearing any Chargers gear right now. Not the best time, and it seems like you got me at the right time too, because I'm at my most miserable I could be as a fan. You could say so. We got him at the right time. We're here to talk Chargers. We're here to talk way more. We're here to talk a lot of football, but we are going to talk Chargers. But you're absolutely right. It is a tough time out there to be a Charger fan out there in LA. Um, But we got a lot to talk about. We're going to recap week two. We're going to talk a lot about the AFC today, a lot about the AFC West, um, and like how you go about your life, Dylan, being a fan of one of the most like choke worthy teams in the history of the National Football League. Um, But, you know, hey, listen. We give you a lot of crap. First of all, before we go into week two, before we go into all that, we just want to ask, why the Chargers? Uh, so born and raised in the suburbs of L.A. Uh, growing up, obviously, I'm like 22 years old. We didn't yeah. have a team when I was growing up. No mm-hmm. team in L.A. So pretty much the closest thing we had was San Diego Chargers at the time. And we grew up going to San Diego as a bunch, as a bunch, as a family. Like we'd vacation there all the time, so it was only natural that when we were down there, we'd go to Charger games. Yeah, we'd be Chargers fans, and so that's pretty much how it became. And then once they came, became to LA, like I was super stoked. First mm-hmm. year, like we got season tickets as a family. They were twenty minutes away at StubHub, the soccer stadium, and yeah, and then. I mean, now they're at SoFi. Love having them there too. Been to a bunch of games there, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, just okay. it was kind of the closest team I had growing up, and <clears throat> always the potential of a good team that makes you just want to root for them every year. But some somehow, some way, they'll find a way to let you down. Yeah, yeah, sounds about right. Uh, before we go any further, Kenji, how you doing, man? Another week of the NFL season is uh, is behind us. It was fun. It was fun. I'm uh, I'm waiting for the season to get more interesting though, because the first two weeks are still. Well, and your know. guy Rogers got hurt, so you have I mean, like everything you have to root up, for is up, like you want to bring that up, you know? It's. I mean, nobody. I'm not sure if we get viewers from both the baseball show and the football show, but Otani's done for the year. Rogers <laughs> is done for the year. We're not really like. Kenji, I'm, do you do you even watch sports anymore? I mean, let's, just I will be honest. The amount of football I've watched compared to last year has like decreased a ton. Yeah, like I'm just not that interested in some of these other teams anymore. Like I think last year, like coming off of you know not watching football for two years, mm-hmm. I like dug myself deep into football. But I don't know. This season's just kind of different. I do enjoy your watching favorite player teams. got hurt week one. <laughs> yeah, I was. That was what I was most excited about, and yeah, I got ruined in four snaps or yeah, whatever. So yeah, no, not so good for me either. All right, 
Okay. Well, yeah, we're going to talk a lot of football. Neck out there. I'm a Dodgers fan, so maybe I can hang my hat on that right now. There you go. But yeah. And OS was it? I don't even know how many years in a row. Yeah. Dodgers have been. Dodgers in close. Seven. Sorry, Ken. What? I said, wasn't like 11 years or like seven years in a row? Something like that. We're like the Chiefs the way we win the division. Freaking wild. But then when they get to the playoffs, it's a different story. Sorry. Um, COVID year. <laughs> COVID year. Um, we're going to talk week two. So we're just going to go through the list of games. I am i don't mean to speak for you two, but I literally have all the scores up, and I'm just going to like go through the games that I thought were interesting and headlines, things like that. Um, there are going to be some games we're not going to talk about. I'm going to just get those out of the way right now. Colts, Texans, sorry. Um, not talking about you. Bears, Buccaneers. We might touch on that because Justin Fields hey. – is just, he's not Mayfield. good. Baker Mayfield. Baker. Baker. Hey, All right, you know what? Back. I'm not going to speak for anybody. Let's just jump right into it. Kenji, give me a couple, like, what surprised you from week two, a game you liked watching? Let's hear it. What surprised me most is probably the Chiefs game is just because I think it got projected it was going to be a shootout from, like, everything yeah. that I was listening to, and it was honestly a very boring game. Yeah. Like, you don't expect the Chiefs to score 17 points. And the Jags have been hyped up. I mean, last week they had a good week. It's supposed to be Trevor Lawrence's year. And they scored nine points. Right? They don't score nine points last week. So yeah. that, to me, kind of caught me off guard. Like, I kind of watched in and out of the game, like the Chiefs and Jags, and I went back to the Packers and Falcons. Like, I kind of bounced around. And I just kept coming back to such a low-scoring game that I kind of didn't pay too much attention to it. But, yeah, that kind of caught me off guard this week. Yeah. Okay. All right. Dylan, I know we mm-hmm. talked before you came on. What uh game of the week to you? To me it was um Bengals Ravens. Like yeah. the way Lamar played, I think the doubters are gonna be silenced pretty soon because that guy's looking <laughs> like he's back on track to being an MVP type quarterback. For he sure. did make some great throws. He made some really like, nice great throws. Great throws and then he's just the way he makes guys miss sometimes, getting out of the pocket, even in the pocket, it's like it's almost too easy for him. Like he looks like he's playing on rookie mode. It's crazy. Like, yeah, it's it's nuts. Cool. Even when he's running, it's like it, it looks like it's just easy for him. Yeah. It's super easy. Just getting like first first downs whenever he wants. And then he's on top of that throwing a lot. So it looks super impressive. I expect him to have like a crazy good year. Maybe even MVP. We'll see. Maybe the MVP year. That's a good that's a little hot take. We'll see. Yeah, you know, last week I said I kind of you know restated that I really am a big Lamar hater. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm watching. Think, you game, think he's a running back? Like, you think he's I, a running the whole time? I'm thinking. I'm like, oh my gosh! Like I can't. Like my opinion <laughs> is terrible now. Like the guy's playing so good. So every good. time, like like Dylan said, every time he gets out of the pocket, it's just it kind of blows my mind. Like just how physically gifted he is. Yeah, and how much better he is. Like. He's just quicker than everybody on the field. He is, and everybody yeah. else on the field. It blows my mind. Yeah, he just is is a like a a couple speed points faster than everybody else on the Freak. field. Freak. Yeah, yeah. And he threw the ball yeah. really well too. So I, mean, I think it's well. worth noting, um, known Giant fan right here, that uh, Odell is hurt again. Mm-hmm. Um, another tweak his ankle, whatever it is. He's made of fiberglass. Um, we knew he was playing like six game this year tops. Um, so I, I love, I love you, Odell. Thanks for your years in New York, but you know what I read today? What's that? 
this this, this, this sounds like something that was just made up, but apparently him and Kim Kardashian have a thing. I'm sorry, your career is good as over at this point. It's true. He might as well just retire. <gasps> no way. Yeah, like I know it's hard to believe that. That's just that's just what I read on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You believe everything you see on the internet, but I, I know exactly okay. what post you're talking about. I think it was like Dove Kleeman, who is actually like a legitimate um, Dom Kleeman, Dove Kleeman, um, like a legitimate reporter, and he said that they've been hanging out. The fact, the um, fact that you're hanging out with the Kardashian, you have anything to do with the Kardashian, your career is as good as over at this point. Yep. Yep. And he maybe maybe he knows that, How and that's why he's like at this point. Oh, she's old as dirt. I don't even know. Isn't she like forties? Uh, yeah. He's thirty-one, she's, right? Yeah, I think he's like thirty-one. She's forty-one. Yeah. No, he's thirty-one, right? Oh, he's thirty-one. He's yeah, like yeah, yeah. early. Wasn't 30. he with that JoJo girl? Dude, he has a baby, doesn't he? She's oh, yeah, forty-two. He has a baby mom and everything. Apparently, broke up with her. He broke up with his baby mama. <laughs> Odell, no, I don't know. sad guy. Also, <laughs> that was furious mom. keyboard typing there, Kenji. If I can put us back on track here, yeah. Um, on the other side of that game. The way the Bengals are looking and the way mm-hmm. Burrow's apparently hurt, this is my hot take. I don't know if the Bengals are going to make the playoffs, especially if Burrow's hurt Ooh. and the way that they're playing. Like, it's that looking rough. great. I think it's looking rough for the Chargers. I think it's looking just as rough for the Bengals, especially if Burrow's going to be hurt and he can't even get out of the pocket and run the way he can. I mean, he can't mm-hmm. do it on the Lamar's level, but he can definitely get out of the pocket and create. But if he's hurt, I don't know. I don't know how well the Bengals. I don't know if they're going to win that division. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. That cap yeah. looks really bad. Yeah, that's stuff. Did you see it? Bad. Was there a picture of it? Well, he he got hurt again, right? Like in the middle of a play, and he came back on the sidelines limping, and he just had the massage going on it the whole time. But he looked like he was in some serious pain, though. Man, that would be sad. What I heard is that he hurt it before training camp. I'm guessing he hurt it during the off season. Just nothing hurt about it. And then he re-aggravated it the second day of camp. And he was out the entire camp, right? Yeah. And so I think what everyone thinks is that they ended up rushing him back because, you know, it's just a calf injury. doesn't seem so serious. But now it's obviously, you know, lingering. And it's probably affecting his play too. But, I mean, he looked better than last week, that's for sure. He was making really good throws after a couple of bad first drives and then – he looked pretty good after that, but not his last year self. Yeah, I, I was worried T. Higgins. Uh, like, I, I know all the Bengals receivers have kind of been struggling to start the year. Mm-hmm. T. Higgins had his two touchdowns yesterday or uh, Sunday. Um, but Jamar Chase having a rough start to the year, too. I don't know Dude, if they're bragging him. He's just... second overall on every fantasy team. Everyone's probably yeah. like gouging their hair out. Yeah, he had like eight Me. points yeah. on Sunday. Yeah, you. <laughs> um, I mean, I. I don't know what to expect for the Bengals this year. They started 0-2 last year, so I'm tempted to believe in them. Um, but at the same time, I think Dylan make a great point. They don't look particularly great. Uh, granted, I think the Ravens are good. If the Ravens can stay healthy, the Ravens are a good team. Um, but I, I I think I've got to see a couple more games. Who do they play next week? Wasn't it like the Commanders or something? Rams on Monday Night Football. Which is going to be a competitive game the way they've been playing. Yeah. Oh, the Rams. I'll say one more thing about the Bengals, and then let's move on to a different team. But that O line still looks really bad. Yeah, like it's it looks the same. Jonah Williams is terrible at right tackle. Orlando <laughs> Brown is fine, but yeah, I mean, 
know. I mean, the Bengals have always, or at least in the Burrow era, they've always been a slow starting team. It's just the only reason I think it's different is that injury. That's like that's yeah. Like Last year when he when they started zero two. They had he had that he wasn't injured or what, did he start the season injured last year? He well, he had the injured? it was the appendix. appendicitis. He you're right. Appendix taken out. <laughs> yeah, he had appendicitis. Memory, I have no memory of that. <laughs> I um, remember that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I remember he had that, and then they started zero and two, and he kind of like got in his groove after that. But the difference is, is he wasn't like dealing with appendicitis stuff. We you know going into week three. Um, if he's dealing with calf stuff and it's going to linger throughout the year, like you said, Kenji, if it was in the off season and it's still there, um, then that is, that's a serious red flag for the Bengals. And what is actually a competitive division? Um, I, I didn't know what to expect from Cleveland, uh, or Pittsburgh. They had a dog fight last night and they have a lot of questions offensively, um, with Nick Chubb out and, uh, and Deontay Johnson out for Pittsburgh, but that, that division is going to be competitive. Yeah, we not should, we should talk away. about that game too, because both of those defense, the Browns and the Steelers, they're legit. Yeah. Yep. We saw it week one. I mean, even though it was a crappy game, um, Bengals Browns, they dominated that game at the long scrimmage. Kill them. They got yeah. a pass rush too. Like Yep. So if only yeah. you can yeah. only your uh, big time oh, quarterback and figure it out and that team's gonna be trouble. But yeah. I think uh Brady. Because I think Brady talked about Grant Delpit week one. Yeah. Which, I don't who, know. I, who, like, what? I haven't heard of Grant Delpit since guy he got drafted. Football. But. He's been hurt a ton. <laughs> yeah, he's played yeah. really good the two weeks. Yeah. He's, he's a good player. Just went healthy. Yeah. Hey, my guess is that he just heard the announcer say it, and he just texted it in the chat. That's my that's my hot take. <laughs> You're probably right. He probably just heard somebody say something. He saw a tweet about it and was yeah. like, oh, he must be playing good. I want to sound like <laughs> Brady, we love you. Sorry, he's catching strays on a show he's not even on. Don't worry, Brady. I'm used to it. (laughs) Seahawks, Lions, I want to talk about briefly. Um, I I had the Lions going into the weekend on upset alert because Seattle came off a stinker. um, And Detroit came off of that huge win um, in Kansas City. And I don't want to say I told you so to anybody, but I told you so. I like Seattle looked good in that game. Geno looked good, especially in that second half. Um, DK Metcalf, like, did he, was he okay with the rib injury? Is he good now? Or was like, he came, back, he came back. back? Okay. Yeah. I know he came back. Um, I need JSN to get more action for me in fantasy, but, uh, it, Seattle is a contender for me. I think they're a real playoff contender uh, in my book. I talked bad about Gina last week too. And he comes out with a week like this. Yeah. Listen, you, you might be Dylan. Welcome to the show. You're our new guest host. Uh, this is Kenji's final episode. Uh, I'm just kidding. I know nothing <laughs> about football. Yeah. Don't write them off. <laughs> uh, uh, broken clock is right twice a day. Kenji's going to get like one take right this year. He's going to stand by all yeah. season. That's who I am now. Yep. This game kind of reminded me of like last year's Lions and Seahawks game where it was kind of like a shootout. It wasn't like as fun as it was last year's, but like it was mm-hmm. still a pretty high scoring game. Both teams played pretty good. Both defenses just suck. Yeah, right. pretty much. It's, the Lions' defense, man, they're just they, – I mean, they seem to play pretty good last week against the Chiefs, but I don't know. I mean, it, they kind of did get exposed this week. They didn't look too great, in my opinion. I mean, Aiden Hutchinson looked really nice last week. I don't know how well he played this week because I didn't watch this game, but – Not great. I mean, Seattle had two backup tackles in, and they still 
Couldn't yeah. Really I'm missing that too. This game. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, they're out for a little bit wide, right? So. Dylan, do you know how long they're out? Uh, I mean, I think one of them went on IR, and then the other one was probably just out for the game. But either way, it's it's not good for like the next couple of weeks for those two tackles. Yeah. Uh, he played really good last year. Before we go into Chargers Titans, um, <laughs> no, everybody's waiting on that one. Uh, I'm gonna go a little biased here, Giants Cardinals. Um, I got to be real honest. I turned that game off when it was 28-7. I took a nap, and I woke up, and it was 31-28, and the Giants won. Um, I had to go back through and watch the highlights yesterday at lunch because I, I was like – I had to just, like, remove myself from the situation for a little bit. I couldn't believe that they had, like, come back to win. Um, the offense looked great in the second half. I know Dylan, we talked about it before, and you said Dable was calling plays from everything you could I want. Out. I want to say so. I'm not for sure, but I want to say that he de- well, at least if your team's down by that much against the Cardinals a half, I got to believe the head coach is like, all right, dude, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> Let me take over. Let me call plays. And so, yeah. I'd have yeah. Feel- it's embarrassing to be a Giants fan because you get routed week one at home by Dallas. And then you go into Arizona, and I just I, – I watched the first half, like I said, and I just – I was laughing. The same thing I did when I was at the house watching the Cowboys-Giants game, Dylan. I just was laughing. I was like, there's no way Josh Dobbs is marching up and down the field on Wink Martindale. There's no way. Uh, and did so then I was like – confident he looked in the first half? Like He did. I thought he was it. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Uh, but he the offense really got going in the second half. I want to see more. Jalen Hyatt took the top off of the defense twice um, in that second half. Uh, and I think that's kind of what the team is missing. They just need better protection. That's my only concern is, is like, can they protect DJ to give him time to throw over the middle of the field, down the field? And Barkley's gone now, right, for a couple weeks? Yeah, he has a an ankle sprain, but Dable came out today. The, the Giants play Thursday night. They play against the 49ers on Thursday night. No, but Dable said today, he came to the media, and he was like, I'm not ruling him out for Thursday. Yet. Saquon's a quick healer. And I'm like, who are you? T- what are you talking about? Of course I read it's out. multiple week injury. Yeah, I was like, who, what are you talking about? I said, maybe he plays in like 10 days when they play, not this week, but week four. Um, but there's no way he plays like four days removed from an ankle sprain. There's no, there's no yeah. shot. Yeah. Uh, I just saw that uh, I guess David got asked in an interview if he did call plays in week two. He said no, but I don't know. That's a pretty drastic difference in offense because that first half was really bad. I've never the seen you put up 31 points in the second Arizona. half. The Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. And I don't think – when's the last time Daniel Jones even threw for 300 yards? Can you remember a day when that even happened? I don't think he ever has. I don't think he ever has either. <laughs> to be frank, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> That's a good way of living your life, Dylan. That's a good way of living your life. Just don't watch him play and you'll be happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still not happy, but I'm a little bit more. <laughs> You're less unhappy. We'll put it that way. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, any other games that guys stood out to you? I know we covered the Thursday night game on the last episode, Vikings Eagles. 49ers Rams. That's what I want to talk about. Yeah. No, that That's was... the game I did watch because the way the Rams played last week and the way the 49ers played last week, I was very interested. So I tried to watch almost the full game and it was a it was fantastic. I loved it. Yeah. Matt Stafford really does look healthy. 
right? Mm-hmm. He's himself again. Like it doesn't look like there's any drop off to him from what the Super Bowl run that he had with the Rams. Yeah, looks awesome. Uh, Brandon Ayuk is disgusting. He got hurt like three times. It seemed like that game though, but uh, he looks really good. Right. Yeah. Dylan, what's your take on that game? I mean, I for me, I love watching those two offenses because it's just two like really good coaches who know what they're doing and are able to scheme guys open to where it makes these defenses look silly. Like even we know the Niners' defense is awesome, and still McVeigh is still able to find he's able, he's able to turn Puka Nakua into like a Cooper Cup two point Like it's it's very impressive what that guy's able to do for a coach. It's pretty it's pretty cool to see. But yeah. yeah. I, I mean, couldn't I believe Stafford's awesome too, and Purdy's awesome. But Stafford, I think people like just tend to write him off just from injury. But when that guy's healthy, I think he's easily top ten. I think you got a good argument for that. I like Stafford as a top ten quarterback. Uh, McVay is so brilliant. I think we were watching two like offensive masterminds at work. I, I'm getting ahead of myself. We're gonna keep talking about this, but the but Mike McDaniel for Miami. Miami might be my favorite in the AFC, by the way. Um, but, uh, like, those are, like, the three best offensive masterminds in the league, McVay, Shanahan, McDaniel. Um, I mean, because that was – you like, on paper, the Rams should not stick with the Niners like they did. They should not. Uh, the, given the, the shortage of Cooper Cup, the offensive line, the defense, like, they should not have stuck with him, but they did. They made, that was a close game to the end. Um, and I saw Puka to touch on him briefly. I th- think he set the record for most receptions uh, in a game by a rookie with 15. Um, no rookie's ever done that before, and I think he has the most catches in his first two games ever as a rookie, too. Yeah. So uh, I they they got another Cooper Cup, basically. It's what he looks like. And just wait till Cup comes back. Then what does it look like? I know. Then they got it's that snap. other guy on the outside. Yeah, I, it's the Rams are actually not bad. <laughs> I am uh, curious to see how Puka plays when Cup does come back because he he's playing the Cooper Cup role, right? The slot, yeah. and it's it's just short little drag slants, hook routes, like just getting the ball to him and letting him, you know, run after the catch. So I don't know what Puka's role is going to look like when Cup comes back. I think it'll be diminished for sure. I mean, Cup is the guy. <laughs> Cup is he's you paying him X amount of money. Like he's, I mean, the guy's he's fantastic. But Puka yeah, but I think anyone had a better wide receiver season than he did two years ago. Yeah, it was unreal what the guy was doing. Mm-hmm. He was, I mean, he was the reason they got as far as they did. They made, he made that play against Tampa Bay in the divisional round over the top when Tom was marching down the field. Um, like they, yeah, Cup is he was the difference maker on that, that team. <laughs> wasn't even designed for him. They still got it. Yeah, hey, Cup is the difference maker. But that was a really interesting game. Um, I want to, yeah. Patriots Dolphins really quick uh great game it never felt like it was that close but it was a one possession game like I felt like the Dolphins kind of handily you know had that game um but there was Mac Jones at the end driving down the field I don't think it's a hot take but Kenji I know you agree with me on this Mac Jones is not a bad quarterback Mac Jones is a very quarterback he's a very capable quarterback but he has no supporting cast (laughs) Dude, I think he's thrown to the same receivers for the past six seasons, or I don't know however long these guys he's been in the league, but Devontae Parker and Kendrick Bourne, I feel like I've seen those two names on the Patriots roster every single year, ever since yeah. he's been on the team. And they they don't they can't do anything. They're slow. They the can't, Patriots no. offense is so slow. 
and it continues to be the slowest offense in the league. And it, what, bringing Juju Smith-Schuster is going to help you? That guy is slow too. Mike Kosicki, probably your fastest player, and he's a tight end. It's just – it's frustrating to watch because yeah. and I, I do like Mac Jones, and I do think he could be a really good quarterback if he just had a coach who knew how to play offense and how to draft receivers. But yeah. they don't, so. There was a throw he made. Dylan, I want to get your take on this on the game in a second. But there was a throw that Mac made uh, running out of the pocket. Like, he was running up towards the line of scrimmage. Tua made that same kind of throw week one. Um, but he was running forward out of the pocket. And he throws it on – this is Mac Jones. Throws it on the run. Like, way – and he overthrows the receiver down the field. It was I think it was Gusecki or – it was a white guy. That's all I remember. Maybe it was Hunter Henry. Um, but like 40, 50, 60 yards down the field, he just really in the left. air. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I was like, that it was that play and some of the other throws he was making where I'm like, just get this dude a couple weapons and he might actually be competent. Like he's he's a good quarterback. Dylan, what's your take? Yeah, no, I think, I mean, to me, like Mac Jones, you just can kind of put him in like the Kirk Cousins tier. If everything's going good around him, he's going to be awesome for you. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of what's happening with Tua right now. Put everything good around him. It's true, it's I guess. Be awesome for you. But yeah. I don't know. I've always been. I mean, I have personal bias here, but I always think Tua is not what everyone thinks he is. <laughs> That's just because everyone knows the story there. Anyways, I think with especially this offense now, I feel like McDaniel is just so smart that not many people are going to be able to figure him out at least for like a couple weeks, like maybe it'll even take to like week nine, week 10. But I think once around then, maybe even later, this offense will start to get figured out. People will find ways to defend it and the Tua hype will slow down. But like what they're doing now, especially like the, what, what they did against the Bill Belichick defense is bar none in this league. Like it's the, it's the best offense hands down, but I do think it'll get figured out eventually. It's just, when who knows? It's whoever that defensive coordinator is, is going to figure them out. Props to you, but I think they will be figured out eventually. But right now, what they're doing, best offense in the league, hands down. All right. What makes their offense like really, really scary is last week, Tua put up like what four hundred passing yards, right? This week they ran for like two hundred yards. Dude, I, yeah, I'm so two glad you mentioned this. Weeks, yeah, I mean, right? They're just they're versatile. They can beat you any, in any way, pretty much. Last year, what the Dolphins' problem was that they couldn't run the ball consistently and get a lot of yards, right? Same running backs, but this year they've done a better job scheming up to where, you know, they're going to take what they get, or they're, they're going to take what you give them, mm-hmm. and they're going to do a really good job at it. And that's what they did. I Obviously, Bill tried to stop the pass, and he did a pretty good job of it. Like, what, Tyreek wasn't, you know, catching balls over the top like he was last week, but this week, Raheem Mostert. What, 181 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, that's yeah. That's I'm scary. so glad you touched on this because I have never seen uh, a team power run like they did against the Bill Belichick defense. Um, like they they threw for however many yards it was against the Chargers Week One. We're gonna get into Brandon Staley and how I think he's an incompetent defensive coordinator or defensive coach <laughs> and why he needs to go straight out the door, but. I, and then they immediately switch it up, and they're like, you know what? We could throw over New England if we want, but we're just going to run it guard, center, guard, up their throat. Like, that's exactly what they did. And it worked. I, like, I, 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 I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is the most versatile 
and like explosive offense in the league. They, if they can run it down your throat and then they can also throw you over the top with Tyreek or Jalen Waddle, who are both home runs. Um, then it's like that. I don't know how you stop them. If Tua gets hurt, that's the only thing I can think of where there's, you know, a stop to this offense until a defensive coordinator figures him out. Yeah. And maybe they won't, maybe no one's going to figure him out. And I just look like an idiot, but if they're able to run the ball the way they did on Sunday night, then no one's stopping this offense. Cause the, the way that those guys are able to threat or to threat you vertically. And they, they at one point they were playing three safeties deep to start the game. Like, yeah. how could you not run on that? If they're, if they're able to run the ball with how scared teams are of this team vertically, then I don't know how you can stop this offense. Yeah, so I think it's a, maybe I will look like an idiot. Who knows? But they're able to run the ball the way they did, and no one's stopping them. Mm-hmm. I think it's a loaded wanna, team. Go ahead, Kench. I was going to say, I do want to mention Christian Gonzalez. Christian Gonzalez actually played really good. Mm-hmm. And he dropped in the draft, right, because people kind of were unsure about him, and he – he did a really good job. Like the Patriots are down, like what both of their Joneses at cornerback, and the other one, you know, I think got arrested during the offseason. You know, that's fine. <laughs> like carrying a gun into the airport. That's not the point, but he did a really good job. <laughs> that story was so stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah. true. Both the Joneses are out. Yeah, yeah. figure it out. But yeah, Gonzalez played a really good game, and so that he was. Yeah, didn't awesome. he have a? He had a nice little pick there, didn't he? Oh, Tua underthrow, by the way. Yeah. Like I said, listen, I by no means is Tua in like the Burrow, Mahomes, like Lamar, like category of quarterbacks, in my opinion. But I think like like you said, Dylan, you surround anybody with this kind of talent that he has around him and the coach he has, and anybody's gonna be good. Um hey, imagine and, Mac Jones that offense, man. That's all I'm saying. I, I mean I was Mac Jones will win a Super Bowl with that offense. <laughs> I, honestly, I think the results will be similar. Mac Jones is in that offense. They are very similar quarterbacks. Both Alabama products, roll time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Right. So the moment you, ladies and gentlemen, moment you've all been waiting for, Chargers, Titans, um, coming hot off the heels of week one, Dolphins at Chargers. Uh, Dylan, I'm just going to set the stage and you just, you talk as much as you want, rant about this team. What What's kind of gone wrong? Um I mean, you're scoring points. You're just losing games. What's going on? I want this coach gone. Like it's <laughs> so simple. Like, so when he was hired back in 2021, there was two things he was going to do, and he was going to hold his hat on them. One, we're going to limit explosive plays. We're not going to get beat over the top or play too high, put the safeties and park the bus on them. They're not getting beat. Two, we're going to be an aggressive team. Like we saw it in 2021. We were going for it on fourth and five. We are going on fourth and nine. Like we were converting all these fourth downs. We are super aggressive. Now, both those things is not true. One, no one's allowed more explosive plays <laughs> the last three years in Brandon Staley's tenure than the Los Angeles Chargers. It's ridiculous. Like how are you going to say we're going to limit explosive plays? No one's going to let us. No one's going to beat us over the top. And yet you lead the league in explosive plays allowed. It doesn't make sense. And also, he's just over the past couple of years, he's turned, or at least the past two years, he's turned completely conservative. He's scared. He doesn't. He doesn't coach the same aggressiveness. Like on, we had like a fourth and one, fourth and two on in the game against the Titans. We were doing well. Like I understand our, our defense is playing all right at the time, at least in those like past two drives. 
you're in like you're in Titans territory and you punt it. And it's like, dude, I, what happened what happened to the to the aggressive Staley that we all knew? It's like it it just seems like the, the dude's completely flipped on himself. He doesn't even know who he is anymore. Like, so say Staley, say you're gonna have a meeting with the Spanos tomorrow. You're they're asking you, what what are you gonna do to make this team successful going forward? Like, how how are we gonna do this? Like, what does that guy have his hat to hang on? You're a defensive guy. Your team is the worst defense in the league by a very large margin. Like I read a stat today. Our our there's a bigger gap between us and the 31st team than like than like us and like or it's just some stat where it's just literally mm. the guys our defense is historically bad, historically <laughs> bad. And not, also the clock management's horrible too. Like there was a play. It was third and one. It was overtime, or yeah, third and one overtime. They take Derrick Henry off the field. You call a timeout. Let Derrick Henry catch his breath. Next play, Derrick Henry comes in, runs for a first down. And pretty much at that point, it was over. They were kicking a field goal. They were winning the game. I don't know. I'm just so over with this coach. Like all these <laughs> things he preaches, it just none of it's true. The offense is fine. Like I don't. I really can't complain about the offense. The defense is. It's just it's super embarrassing, quite honestly. Like, I don't know how you can even look yourself in the mirror. But yeah, that, that's my rant. Okay. Hey, listen, I love it. I love to hear it. I got a couple comments. So the first thing that comes to mind, so him not being as uh, aggressive as a coach, do you think – this is just like a thought-provoking question. Do you think that Week 17 in Las Vegas to end the 2021 season, do you think that had any effect on his like conservative play calling? Like, Do you think the owners went to him and they were like, dude, what the heck? Like we ha- like just tie them and we're in the playoffs. Um, you know, like do you think that that had any effect on it, or is it just like over time it, that's kind of been the case? I mean, I I just think over time you just it's slow. It's like it it was kind of like a slow fade away kind of thing. Like over time, eventually you just you just lose, just lost the aggressive edge. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just not as having as much trust in the offense anymore, just because of coaching or whatever you want to say but I, I don't i couldn't even i couldn't even give you a definitive answer like it just seems over time he's it's not become as aggressive which like i with this team like i think we should be as aggressive as possible so basically what it comes down to is this team always is playing not to lose they're never playing to win and that's what's cost us so many blown leads so many games where we just inexplicably lost and found it was even it was even on sunday we just we play to lose we never play to win it's always if we have a lead we'll get conservative and i don't know it's this team doesn't know how to play to win they only know how to play to lose or play not to lose okay all right kenji like what where do you stand on the chargers like given everything dylan said everything you've watched like where do you where do you stand on the los angeles chargers well i just want to ask um dylan about like the type of criticism that the Chargers get, which is, yes, Staley is really bad, but, like, how much do you think of it could be on Herbert? And, like, um, do you think Herbert would be – like, how much better do you think he would be in, in a, with a different coach, right? Like, or is there something to actually blame on Herbert of – I'm glad you brought this up. It's only yeah. until these past two games where I've realized some of it actually is on Herbert. Like I know he's he's played awesome and he's had an awesome career for us and there's not a quarterback else there's not another quarterback in the league that trade for him, but there is times where it's just he doesn't 
then we get it done where, where I wish you could. Like especially in the last drive or in the last game, we had third down. We're you had put together a great drive going down the field. All we need to do is score a touchdown, and we just couldn't make it happen. Ended up kicking a field goal, going overtime. Offense goes three and out. That's a whole other issue. Right? How bad that was. And um, I'm just I, I was I've been a huge Herbert defender, but over at least the past few games, I realized some of it is on him. And he could be making better plays. But at the same time, if he was on a different team, I think he'd be, it would, he'd be he's just too good. I think it's just the Chargers effect that's slowing him down. But just, just being on the Chargers alone, innately, it's, there's nothing you can really do to overcome it. It's like <laughs> there's just nothing you can do. It's just a team curse. I saw a tweet that I thought was really funny. Somebody had quote tweet. It was a, his original tweet that said, Justin Herbert would go 18-0 and if he had Tyreek and Jalen Waddle as his receivers or something like that. Uh, and then somebody quote tweeted it and said, uh, Justin Herbert uh, in hypothetical games, and it was like primetime Tom Brady. Um, because I, I think it, it's a similar fashion, I would say. Um, like, I mean, Justin Fields was that way last year where I think you kind of get the benefit of the doubt with the coach. But then at some point you got to look at the quarterback and be like, is he really the answer? Or and I'm not saying Justin Herbert isn't the answer because he is your franchise guy. Um, but removing all blame from him um, seems like the wrong thing to do in this case. I mean, granted, you've allowed what was it, thirty-four points last week, thirty-seven points last week, and you allowed was it twenty-seven this week? It's going to be tough to win games in the National Football League when your defense has given up sixty points in two games. Um, it's hard to overcome, man. Yeah, it's really difficult to overcome, and you're playing good teams. Like, the Dolphins are a really good team. The Titans and Mike Vrabel, good team, good program. Um, so I, I think it's one of those things, uh, like you said, to circle back, I think anytime you you come into a, a program or an organization, you say, I'm the head coach, um, my thing is defense, and you don't do defense right, I'm like, why are you still there? You've had so much time to sort it out. They have so much talent on defense. They've got D-line. They've got safeties. They've got corners. And there's like there's no results to be shown for it. And the crazy part is this this year in these past two games, this is as healthy as our defense has ever been entering a season. So you can't say it's not healthy. But the Chargers, it's always been, oh, if only they were healthy. This is as healthy as I've ever seen a team, a Chargers team coming in the week one and two. Like if, even when you have and even when you have your guys and you still can't get it done, I just I'm like, where do you go from? I don't, yeah. even, I don't even know. I don't know what to say. Your yeah, it is coach. crazy how bad the defense is. Like, Just, could if you're you have cornerstones. I would have no problem if the Chargers hired this guy and say we were scoring like 10 points a game. If this guy was holding defenses to less than like, I don't know, 17 points per game, if he was doing his job as defensive coordinator, cool, keep him. Offense isn't working, whatever. But the fact that you come in and you're a defensive coordinator, you're on the defensive side of the ball, you have one job, really, and that's just to fix the defense, and you can't do that. You're one of the worst in the league over the past three years. I don't know how he's gone. I don't know how he's gone. And I've kind of had something, too. Um, once this guy's gone, I got two people at head coach. One's potentially far-fetched. Another one is I'd put very good odds on it happening next year. Who? First year. Far, you want to hear the far-fetched one, or you want to hear the No, give, give us both. Like, let's hear it. I want to hear it. This. Yeah. All right, so next year – once Staley, because Staley's gone at this point. I think he's a dead man walking. But Jim Harbaugh, I think Whoa. he's coaching the Chargers. Because 
if you look at what's going on in Michigan, I think he's over the NCAA. That whole hamburger situation is so dumb. It doesn't even make sense how it happened. Like, I think he's just done with the NCAA. He's kind of, at least if he doesn't get it done this year with Michigan, because he knows this is the best Michigan team he's ever going to have. If he yeah. doesn't get it done with the national championship this year, I think he's out in Michigan. And we, I mean, we know for the longest he's been flirting with the NFL. I think it's the Chargers. I think he's coming to Chargers. The Chargers. I mean, he has his franchise quarterback. I mean, he wouldn't have to worry about finding the guy. He has the guy. Yeah. And then another part of the Niners, right? Yeah. He went to the Super Bowl. Bowl. And they went to the Super Bowl with uh, Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> yep. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Turn Colin Kaepernick in there. So and you know what he does well? Defense. He does quarterback defense. and defense. Yeah. Toughness. Yeah. Discipline. Like, so I'm with you. I don't think that's crazy. I don't think that's crazy. Is that the far fetched one, though? No. That's okay, the one hold that on, hold on. Let me guess the far fetched one. Let me guess this one. Deion Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> He's not coming to the NFL, by the way. Is it, hold on. Is it a college coach or is it a coordinator? Is it a college coach or is it a defense? Is it a coordinator in the NFL? Neither. Neither. It's not a is college he like an coach coordinator. Is he, a, is he on a network? No, he's a coach in the NFL. Oh, is it? He's a coach in the NFL. Yeah. Sean Payton. No, no way. He's tied in. No way. Oh, are you thinking? Hold on, <laughs> I'm getting this. You're not telling me. Is it defensive coordinator or OC? Um. I don't know. I guess he's kind of just like the head guy. He's the head guy? Yeah, I mean, I'd say he specializes in defense for the most part. This is the far-fetched one? Yes. Bill Belichick. If this happens, I'd be surprised. Say that again? Bill Belichick. Yes. <laughs> I think he could potentially be the Patriots. Like, I think with how many – how ever since the Brady or what is it – how long has it been since Brady's played for the Patriots? Like three, four years, and they haven't gotten anything done? I don't know, three, I four – I don't know. He, I think he just could be like, I don't know how much. I don't know what else I can do. I, he already doesn't like Mac Jones as quarterback. I I think he could. There's potential that he could be done with the Patriots after this year. Like, wow, maybe, Bill I Belichick to the Chargers. But you know what, man? Bill here, Belichick to the Chargers. I don't think that's that, like too crazy. I know it's, it's it's a long shot, but if it happens, like I'm 100 percent there for it. The guy, the guy wants to win. He's only like I don't know how many wins he is away from Don Shula. But the guy He's wants close. to win at this point. Yeah. He wants to pass Don Shula's record. So the best the best setup for him to do that would be the Chargers once that position is Dylan, I'll make you this promise right now. If Bill Belichick coaches the Los Angeles Chargers at any point as the head coach, I'll shave the Chargers logo into the side of my head. Yeah. Um, wow. You, <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'll get it That's on the side good. of my head. You, uh, you would risk that. I would risk that, What's man. That? I Listen. I, for the sake of entertainment, for I think the sake it's of the show, tattoo, but, but I think kind of like a tattoo on your butt or something. I don't know. A tattoo on my butt. I can freaking uh, the hair will grow back. If I get a Chargers tattoo on my tail, you know, what? I'm gonna have to live with that the rest of my life. There's no way. There's no way. Yeah, no. <laughs> a Chargers fan is saying, "Don't get a Chargers tattoo." That'll tell you everything you need to know. Um, I'll say one but, thing about the yeah, coaching, yeah. though. Um, I think. Staley was not, is not a good character to match Herbert. I think Herbert is he's serious about football, right? Like he he really That's all he does really. That's all the guy does. I found sixteen NFL games for week two. Why wow. I don't know why, but my Siri uh, started <laughs> talking to me. Stupid amateur um, pod. Yes, 
But uh, I don't think Staley, I don't think he matches like Herbert's character because Herbert wants to win. He's serious about the game. He's not, oh my gosh, Siri's annoying me. It came on again. Anyway, anyway, I think someone like Bill would be absolutely awesome, like a disciplined coach who wants to win. Yeah. I mean, I just, anyway, this team, this team lacks so much discipline. Like, another thing is, I, 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 we let up the most third and longs and more than any other team in the league. It's ridiculous. Every time this team gets a third and long, it feels like they give up a big play or they, someone gets a conversion. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and it's wild because you guys have a lot of veterans too, like Khalil Mack and Bosa, right? Yeah. Eric Kendrick is in there. Um, Jace Jackson's old, right? Jesse Hayward. Erwin James Erwin has been James. there forever, right? Keenan Allen's, he's a vet. Mike Williams is kind of a vet. Eckler's they got dudes, though. They got dudes. They got fantastic dudes. Like on Madden, that's a that's a team you want to play with. In the <laughs> NFL, uh-uh, because they can't perform. But I think a new coach. A new coach is needed at this point. I don't. I don't. I don't even care what else happens in this season. The new coach is needed. This guy's just not working out. Yeah. Well, like Robert Sala with the Jets last year, I was kind of on the edge with Robert Sala, but by the end of the year, he had that defense humming, and that's where I was like, okay, I can see sticking with him because. He's coming in as a defensive guy. He got the defense right. Exactly. Um, if, you can fix yeah. your side of the ball. You deserve yeah. it. Literally, fix your side of the ball. Hope the other one figures it out. You have like an argument for your job. Yep. Herbert and Kellen Moore are like arguably like a really good combination, and they're going to score a lot of points. If you can't perform enough defensively on your side of the ball to let those two win games, then you need to go. You need to go. Um, yeah, that's where I stand with the Chargers. I don't know. Let me ask you, man. Who do you guys play next week? Chargers versus Vikings, 0 2. Ooh. (laughs) Oh, we got to get Tyler on after that game. I don't know. The Vikings off. I don't I mean, if Chargers lose that game, I'm I'm, I'm completely out. I'm like 95% out on this team. If they lose that game, (laughs) I don't know if I'll watch another game. I don't think you said a word to me that Sunday night. I came after the Dolphins game. I think you just went. Yeah, you I went on the couch at seven thirty. I was so tired of watching that team get balls thrown over their head. <laughs> Ridiculous, dude. I, I remember. I literally I slept like like in the first quarter. I went yeah, no, you slept there like you just slumped right on the couch like first quarter. Woke Sunday up in the second quarter and you went to bed. Yeah, you went straight to bed. That was <laughs> it was tough day. Tough. That was a tough day. But hey, maybe maybe better times are ahead because it makes you appreciate the good wins when they. There you go. That's the right attitude. Because Minnesota's defense sucks. They still suck. Uh, oh, so right. you take the over yes. on Justin Jefferson yards, whatever it is. Take the over. <laughs> I wonder what the over Thomas is. Actually, that's a good question. <laughs> He's yeah. gonna get. Them. He's gonna cook them. Yeah. Well, I got a question. I got a question now. So, like, Here I guess we, we kind of passed. You know, the time that we wanted to go around, and we still got hey, a couple what? teams that we could review. Would no, you want to? Would you rather, like, you know, talking about? The games, or do you want to kind of go deeper into Dylan's and Dylan's love for the Chargers and talk about a bit like a few players, more fun, or do you want to keep reviewing games? I'm good. I think we went over most of the games. Um, everybody watched yeah, week three. Fun questions I feel like that we could talk about. Of yeah, let's do it. Let's run. Chargers. So what I want to know is your favorite and your least favorite player. My favorite player? Wow. Uh... Besides Herbert, besides Herbert. Don't besides give us a cliche ones. Yeah, besides yeah. Herbert. Oh, it's Derwin James. Even though he hasn't even been playing that good recently. But Derwin's been Derwin's been my favorite. Ever since he drafted that guy, he's just he's been a dog. But uh 
yeah, he's he's been my favorite player. Even though he hasn't played all that great this year, the guy's been a stud for us. Hey, imagine him with Bill Belichick, man. <laughs> You're asking too much. You saw what they did with Kyle uh, Duggar. Yeah, Kyle Duggar was – I mean, yeah, he's – Durham's just a better Kyle Duggar, so. All right, who's a player that you get frustrated watching then? Kenneth Murray. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he's in the NFL. I was hoping you'd say This is a bad time to say it because he probably played his best game as a pro against the Titans. But other than that, dude is awful. He dropped his <laughs> first round pick. We traded up for him. Dude has been awful. I think he's, he has to be like one of the worst NFL starters in the league. I just, yeah. yeah. Why is he so bad? I haven't watched tape on Kenneth Murray. Why is he so bad? Yeah. Every time that guy decides to blitz, he literally just runs into whatever guard or center. Is. <laughs> he doesn't even try to make a miss. He just tries to bull rush him every time. He just runs straight forward and just hits the guard. And the guard's like, he, catch, he knocks him back a little bit. But other than that, he just he can't cover. He can't cover as well. The guy just is not that good of a coverage linebacker. Is he a pass rusher in college? No, no he's, he's a middle linebacker for Oklahoma. Yeah, then again, he played for Oklahoma. So it's like, why are you taking guys from Oklahoma defense? Yeah, that's true. That's a good point, especially in the Lincoln Riley era. He declined his fifth-year option for a reason. I think he's gone after this year. He's I, I, he's not been a fun player to watch the past two yeah. years. Only, the only reason he's even starting is because he's a first-round pick. If he, wasn't, if he was any other yeah. pick, I think he'd be benched or cut by now. Yeah. Just to kind of give you a reference, I don't know, like, I don't know how big you guys in the PFF, but his coverage grades are 42. That's that doesn't awful. sound very good. Yeah, that's no, really good. That is bad. That is horrendous. Yeah. Yeah. To give you a reference, like um, I don't know if you know any like Quay Walker has a ninety, Matt Milano's a ninety, Quincy Williams ninety. I mean they're flying around like Okereke or whatever his name on the Giants. He has a seventy, right? Mid tier guys can usually get somewhere in the seventies. The guy's a forty two. Forty two so, is atrocious. Yeah. His best is a pass rush rate, which is a sixty. Dylan, I'm so his sorry. His run defense is like a fifty. So I mean the guy, the guy just does not know what he's doing. Yeah. He's he's not an NFL player. He's, he's, not, he's not an NFL starter. I mean, no. Maybe a backup. But yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you could bring back any player, like from the past of any. Nate Thompson. That's it. I don't know that was so quick. Yeah. I got, he's right. my he's my favorite charger of all time. So. Did you? Dude, I guess dude, you grew up watching him then, huh? Yeah. No, he's. What was like the most iconic moment of watching him play? Like, what do you think, say, like, what do you think about? What's the most question? That record-breaking touchdown where he, he, beat, he broke the record for most touchdowns in the season. I want to say that's like I only that's so I was so young when it happened, but that's like my favorite moment. Was it receiving? Was it um like total touchdowns? Or was it rushing? I think it was touchdowns? Total touchdowns. I want to say he had like thirty something. I don't know. I'd have I'd have to look it up, but he broke the record for touchdowns in the season. But he's mm. easily. Hands down, been my favorite charger of all time. And he's probably the best charger of all time. Easily. I would I would say he's the best charger of all time, yeah. yeah. Was Manti Teo was a charger, right? <laughs> What'd you say? Manti Teo was a charger, right? Oh, you, you, okay. No, okay, just, just was, talking. He wasn't that good either. Yeah. Manti Teo was a charger, right? His girlfriend was a, was a cool dude, though, from what I know. I'm just I'm sorry. Bad joke. Everybody go watch the Netflix series. Kenji, what were you saying? Uh, like, I wanted to ask him about Philip Rivers because I thought he was a pretty good quarterback. He's, he was, he's an interesting quarterback. I don't know if I was so good, but he also, I feel like, didn't get the most, the best opportunity, the best situations to succeed. But yeah, I also know he, he didn't have good offenses. 
I don't know. Not, what were your thoughts really, on him in his career? With Philip Rivers, it was it just never really he never really could get over the hump. Like the if I had a dollar for every time I saw Philip Rivers driving in the fourth quarter with a chance to win the game on a late Sunday afternoon. I'd be, be a very rich man. Yeah, like, be a lot of times man. that guy, it's like, oh, he's gonna give you a chance to win the game. He just doesn't really make it happen. I don't know. And even even like the good years, it's it was always something like back in what year was it where he had to play the AFC Championship game on a torn ACL? Like the guy's a warrior. He's awesome. Like, he's he's the he's one of the best Chargers of all time. But he just never really get over the hump for us. I don't know. It's never really had that it factor. Okay. Did you just say the it factor? Yeah, I, I guess you can call it the, maybe the I'll clutch think, gene. I was thinking about that too. Like, clutch gene's probably the better better term for it. But yeah, I just can never really get this. I loved him. Do you think Herbert's got that it factor? With a different coach, yes. <laughs> with a different coach. It's I think there, right? with the right coach, this this guy, like I I so this is what this is this is like my final stance on the Chargers. Okay. If we don't win a Super Bowl with Herbert as our quarterback, I'm done being a fan. Because if we can't <laughs> win it with Herbert, we're not going to win it with anyone. He's he's the guy for this franchise. He's the one forever. If this team's ever going to win a Super Bowl, it's going to be it's going to be Herbert. It's the one that's mm-hmm. going to get it done. And if, if we don't get it done with Herbert, and who knows how old I'll be by then, I'll find a different team. I hope the Chargers fire Staley like before Week Eight, because I think me and Gabe talked about this last week. It's not that fun watching Herbert play this year. I think no, it was two he, years ago when he broke out. He yeah. was so fun, right? That that 2021 year, it was the first year with Staley as head coach. That's that's like my favorite quarterback in the Was that his rookie year? No, that was the second year. Second year. Okay. That, that was the, that's my favorite year I've ever seen out of Herbert, out of the Chargers. That's my favorite year watching Chargers football. Because like that that's guy was so offense. electric. Yeah. It's 2021. The dude was just money. Legit. He's yeah. killing it. Now, Dylan. To, to kind of tie this all together then, what is your realistic expectation for the Chargers this season? You're 0-2 to start. I don't know what your schedule looks like. What What's happening with the team? Wild card, divisional, championship, Super Bowl. What's going on? I haven't even thought into this. But oh, wow. Here, I mean, for, for the sake of enjoyment, let's look up the Chargers' schedule. It's not, it's not that easy. I'll tell you that right now. Sweet. We got to play. Obviously, yeah. we homes twice a year. We got to play the Cowboys in a couple weeks. Yep. Um, yeah, so you got, got Josh Allen. Yeah, so I got it right here for you. Yeah, so you no, just mean. Yeah, so you, this seems like it's this year is one of the more down years for the AFC West in general. Like the Chiefs. So the thing, the scary thing about the Chiefs is they have a good defense. Like when you give Patrick Mahomes a good defense, like it's uh, a sneaky. The Chiefs are going to win a lot of games. They're not supposed to win, basically. Because even though the offense yes. maybe will take a step back, but that defense is going to make up for it. And that's why the Chiefs will still end up being 13, 14 win team. But if there's ever a year for the Chargers to win it, it would be this year. It's just, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I don't even know if we make the playoffs at this point. Okay. Here, let I me read off the schedule. Maybe your you. typical nine and eight, eight nine and nine, eight. maybe okay. even 10 and seven, but just missing the playoffs. Just like 2020. Well, 21 lead in the, in the wild card <laughs> last year. Mm-mm. Yeah. All right, here. Let's do this. We do, we've done this on the show a couple times. Dylan, you're 0-2. We're going to go through the rest of your schedule. You give me your gut reaction. I'm going to say, like, we play. You give me win or loss, and we'll tally the end when we get to the end, all right? Mm-hmm. 0-2, 
going to Minnesota this week? Um, I say we win this game only because the Chargers have an uncanny ability to make you believe they still have a chance when they don't in reality. So if okay. they were to lose next week, then every Chargers fan would just – they'd be gone. Like everyone would sell, everyone would sell their stock in the Chargers. It'd be completely Vikings, done. Vikings fans might sell their stock too. Yeah. Like um, it's, if we don't win next week, then the season's over. But okay. the Chargers always have the ability to make you believe they still have a chance. So I'm going to say they win that game. Okay. Uh, week four, Las Vegas Raiders – at home, um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say we win that game as well. So Just now you're two and two, two and two. You go into your bye week five. That is a crappy bye. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's um, no idea. and then you get the Cowboys on Monday night week six Lost. off a of bye loss. <laughs> I, I I think I don't honestly. I think it will be a close game, but the Cowboys are fine. Really you're coming off a bye. I think that's a close one. Ruin your team. I think it's you can you what? Michael Parsons ruin your team is what I said. Well. Honestly, I don't. If he goes against Slater, he's not going to get anything done because our left tackle is actually a stud. Slater's good, but he'll go off the other end because Michael Parsons. Yeah, he'll, he'll dominate. Uh, weeks. So then now, so two and three is what we're going with. You lose to Dallas. Yeah. Okay. At Kansas City. Loss. Two and four. Chicago Bears. All uh, right. <laughs> I'm gonna say we win that one just because. Three and four. Bears are- Please don't lose to Chicago at home. Yeah. Please don't. On Sunday night, that's a Sunday night football game too. So. Yep, you're right. Uh, at the New York Jets. I so three, three and four. I don't. I don't know. Maybe if they, maybe if the Jets pull off a trade by them, but for now, I'm gonna say it's a win. If the, if okay. the Jets get someone else a quarterback, then I'll say it's a loss. But four and four. Detroit Lions at home. Uh, loss. Okay. Four and five at Green Bay Packers. Mm. I'm gonna say it's a win. Five and five, Baltimore Ravens. That's a loss. <laughs> five and six at New England. Another Sunday night game. We're gonna lose. Yeah. Um, at New England, oh, that's a loss. We can't beat the Patriots. So that was at four. Kenji, hold on, wait a minute. We four and six. Four and six. That's so we're out. Uh, Denver Broncos. That's a win. Five and six, Vegas Raiders. This is this is the stretch where they really make you believe. So yes, Raiders. Raiders as well. Thursday night. Okay, so six and six. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buffalo Bills. I'm gonna say we win that game. Seven and say, six. Say they're on a roll. They're gonna make you believe. Three game win streak. They're making us believe. Just wait though. Denver Broncos again. Is that home or away? At Denver. Oh, in uh, December thirty. On lost. December thirty first. That's a tough. We one. can't win at Mahai. Yeah, not in a, not in December either. Uh, and then so so is that seven and eight? I want to say seven and seven, right? Yeah, but we got one game left. I think it was seven and eight. Yeah, and then Kansas City um, at home, so five. I'm gonna say they're probably. You're saying that's the last game of the year. Last game of the year, week eighteen. Oh, they're sitting guys. We win that game. Okay, eight and eight, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. How did the eight and eight though? That's not right. <laughs> Isn't it though? Because you play sixteen. Oh, we, it would have to be like nine and eight. Or, oh, oh yeah, you're right. Be nine and eight or eight and nine. Next you're right. Seven. Okay, so Dylan, one of those yeah, games is a nine. swing. You go nine and eight or eight and nine. Uh, I say we go nine and eight, but we nine we just, and eight miss the playoffs. We playoffs. We just we just don't get in as one of those wild cards. Okay. Though. I'm not good at math. We messed up. I messed up counting somewhere. <laughs> not a math pod. Confirm. Not, not a math podcast. Not at all. Not at all. 
Yeah, uh, I think I think we just barely missed the playoffs. To me, it just feels like 2021 all over again. You have an awesome offense, but you have a defense that just can't make the stops at the right time. I can uh, get with that. Barely missed the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. Because, uh, I don't know, the AFC's they, – honestly, the AFC isn't looking too hot. So far, it's the NFC that looks better this year. It does. They do. But even then, I still think the AFC will, will sort itself out and the Chargers will just miss out. All right. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is – all the time we have coming up on an hour. Thanks for mm-hmm. listening with us. If you're still here, uh, final remarks, Dylan, this is not going to be the last time we have you on the show. We've loved having you. Anything else you want to say going into week three, going forward. We'll probably have you on before the end of the year, before the end of the NFL season, but um, anything you want to say to the people one last time. Um, uh, thanks for having me. Maybe, I, I don't know. Was I as miserable as you thought I was going to be as a Chargers fan? No, I, I'll answer that. No, you, you talk about charges. I just gave, I just gave pretty much everything as honest as I as could be. Cause that's what we've been watching it for a lot. Honestly, at this point I've been watching so many charger games. I could, I could tell you off like one play and probably around the third or fourth quarter, whether you're going to lose or win that game. Okay. It's just, it's like when, when Derwin James committed that PI on, he just, he laid out that defender in the, in the Titans game. I knew, yeah, we, that's the lost game. And then, in the first in week one, when J.C. Jackson decided to shove that guy with no time left in the half and the ball's not even <laughs> close to the end zone, I you knew he lost he it. losing that game. All um, right, I'm I'm just pessimistic. I'm I guess I'm miserable, but whatever. I, I, I guess well, I, I got to be honest. You still have a glimmer of hope in your eyes. Uh, I think it's only a matter of time until, as you've as self-described, until the hope vanishes from your eyes and you come on this show dejected. And we have to give you like a platform to just rant for another few minutes. But I'm optimistic. You have the you have the pieces. You just got to put it together. I don't think your coach is the right guy. Uh, but we got a fun rest of the season. Everybody, go watch uh, Chargers Vikings. Is that that's not a like a primetime game or anything, right? Eleven, eleven. Oh, here in Utah, Mountain Time, eleven. But one okay. Eastern, one Eastern game. That, that means you're going to get good Kirk Cousins. Want to watch? If you want to watch a game, hit the over. Bet the over in that game. Okay, that means you're gonna get good Kirk Cousins though. Daytime Kirk Cousins, you're gonna get like yeah, exactly. Patrick Mahomes. Kirk Cousins like doesn't, or maybe he has a little bit of pressure in this game. They don't want to go in three, but Kirk Cousins eleven or one Eastern slot. Yeah, this is when this guy shines. It's practically prime Tom Brady. Yeah, basically. Yeah. All right, Ken's anything you want to say? I had a, I had a good time. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I had a great time. Dylan, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're gonna try to have more guests on soon. Um, pay attention to all the socials. Uh, everybody go follow Dylan. Um, go Chargers. And uh, yeah, catch you guys next week. Awesome. Thanks, Bob.